This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, April 27th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, and I'm joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, what's up? How's your weekend? Uh, not bad, not bad. As you know, it's my, my big birthday weekend. So yeah. yeah, so you partied out, I assume. Not even close. I, I was busy, too busy passing my Google AdWords certification for work. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm now certified. If anybody wants to tweet at Matt about SEO stuff, sounds like that's your uh, your second hobby right now. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's that's fair to say. It's it's not, it's more of a job than a hobby, but yeah. Right. I think it's funny. Most of us on baseball Twitter, like eighty, ninety percent of what we're tweeting about is baseball stuff. But it's fun to learn like the hobbies people have outside of baseball. Like we all share baseball, but then there's some other things like. Jeff Sullivan loves volcanoes, you know, that's a well-known one. Uh, Eno Saris loves beer. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of people have, like, a second thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, it's funny, tonight on ESPN2, everybody's, it's Sunday night. We're going to give you picks for Monday, but we're recording on Sunday night. Heroes of the Dorm is on ESPN2, and it's guys playing competitive video games. I heard about it. That sounded, like, endlessly interesting to me, and I, I didn't have time to check it out. I was too busy making my picks for today. Everybody's freaking out. I've played the game before, and uh, it's funny because I think I told you that a few months ago I started doing video game broadcasts at the Barcade, where I work part-time. Right. And it's easily the new nerdiest thing about me. Um, it's fun. I have no shame about it. It's super nerdy, but it, it's fairly interesting. Um, and for me, it, it it crosses video games with uh, broadcasting. And I used to do some sports broadcasting, so it's kind of an interesting crossover for me. But I can't bring myself to start tweeting about it. I'm like, no, I only tweet about baseball. Nobody wants to hear about <laughs> video games. All right. Well, as I mentioned, we're going to make some picks for uh, Monday, the 27th. Yes. Uh, big full, by my count, 14 games, I think. Almost a full slate. Plenty Almost, of baseball yeah. going on. Um, yeah, yeah. There's only a few. Yeah, I, I, I don't think who's off today. I don't remember. Uh, I don't feel like deducting right now, but somebody yeah, has the day off. Um, actually, it might be the Angels. I think White the Angels Sox are not off. <laughs> Angels and somebody. Anyway, um, yeah. is it Angels A's? It might be Angels A's. You're right. Yeah, I think I it's don't Angels see A's. The- anyway, Monday, the 27th. As usual, we're going to start at catcher. I wrote two names. I got a cheap and an expensive option. Who do you got? I've got one. I don't consider him an expensive option or a cheap option. He's kind of like, you know, an option. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's Wilson Ramos getting Eric Stoltz. Yes. That was that, your expensive option, I'm guessing? That's my cheap option. Relatively really? cheap. Okay. Relatively cheap. I like Wilson Ramos a lot in general. He, I own him in a roto league I have where it's like a 12 team mixed, you know, and you just kind of get that guy that's good enough, you know. You're not going to spend on Buster Posey. I'll take Wilson Ramos, you know. In a standard mixed league. So you like Ramos at Stoltz because, same reason I do, righty on lefty, and Stoltz yeah, isn't that good. Yeah, and also, you know, Ramos has a bit of a tracker. He's, a, I think, 317 career hitter against left-handed pitching. Yeah, yeah, he can hit lefties for sure. Yeah. Ramos has always been good. It's just been health. 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 Can't, can't keep healthy behind the plate. But um, I still remember that trade when the Twins sent him for uh, Matt Caps, and it looked bad then. One of those trades that day of, you were like, ooh, that's not good. That's no. not not good. My expensive option is Buster Posey, because he gets uh, a left-hander. He gets hit, Brett Anderson. Okay. I love Brett Anderson, but so far, not so good. Um, and Posey likes to hit lefties. Posey likes to hit everything, but likes to hit lefties. So um, if you feel like paying for Buster Posey, if you have some money left over or you're a Buster Posey guy, 
it's as good a day as ever, you know, for Buster Posey. But I like Wilson Ramos. As ever for, for going cheap and taking Wilson Ramos. Yeah. Start. I prefer Ramos, for sure. Me too. But, yeah, he's he is by far the pick I like the best. Yeah. All right, how about first base? I wrote a bunch of names for first base. Yeah, first base, there, seem to, there are really a lot of options. You're kind mm-hmm. of spoiled for choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, where would I where would I start with? Let's see here. Ah, of course. It's almost pains me to say it, but I think Anthony Rizzo versus Vance Worley. You? Really? Yeah. Really? A Cubs hitter against Vance Worley. Kill, I, Rizzo's, I, I kind of like that matchup for Rizzo. You also, as much as you don't like the Cubs, you like Anthony Rizzo. I like baseball, okay? Yes. I don't care. For, I, I, it's more about the Cubs fans than it is the Cubs team. That's fair. That's very Just fair. In, in the early 2000s, I actually, like, you know, I lived in Chicago and I had to listen to the endless crowing about how, how the, you know, the Cubs are going to sweep the World Series and how yeah. it's going to solve, you know, solve world hunger. Yeah. And to be fair, those, you know, 2000s Cubs teams were really unlikable. Yeah. I Mark Cryer was a jerk. Kerry Wood was kind of a putz. Dusty Baker was also a jerk. You know, I, those teams were just so unlikable. and, and ugh. So it, it's more of, you know, the fact that I had to listen to Cubs fans constantly crow yes. about the team than, than me actually, you know, disliking the Cubs. I, I, I actually, enjoy, you know, I actually enjoy what they're doing. I think it's yeah. the right way to build a team. Yeah. And you think Anthony Rizzo is talented and you would probably say you like him more than most people like him from a yes. fantasy perspective. Yes. I You're a Rizzo agree. guy. I, I am very much a Rizzo guy. Yeah, I'm not, I I don't think I'm going to lose my, my, my White Sox hat for saying that. Yeah. Vance Worley is better than most people think, but I'm not sure he's overpowering enough to make no. Rizzo a bad pick. Starting at the top, if you want to spend the money, again, Miguel Cabrera gets uh, Tommy Malone. You know, that whole Tiger stack is full of guys that are interesting. Yeah, the and Tiger if, stack against Malone is kind of scary. If you feel like uh-huh. spending money on Miguel Cabrera, it's a good day to do it. I also think it's kind of a good day to spend money on Crush Davis against Hector Noese. Yes, yes, against the White Sox. That's, that surprises me less. Surprises so me less. I'm, I'm betting on Rizzo and I'm betting, well, it's Hector Noese. Come on, every He's White bad. Sox is going to bet against Hector Noese. I, I, uh, I had Chris Davis down against Noese. Um, your boy Carlos Santana yeah. gets left-hander Jason Vargas. Um, yes. I wrote David Ortiz. Uh, that, that's, not as, that's not as great a matchup for Santana, I think. But. You don't think so? It's a pretty good matchup. It's not that you know. He's a, it's, he's a switch hitter, so it turn you know. So he's he's gonna go from the right side. Yeah, um, he likes lefties. He does. Yeah, I guess he's just good. If David Ortiz is a first baseman, he gets Aaron Sanchez, who hasn't been great yet. I still oh, think there's talent. I still he's been bad. I still have him on a bench in a league, waiting for him to all of a sudden be amazing. But he's probably gonna get sent down. Uh, Adam Lynn gets Jason Marquis. Nothing wrong uh, with that. Goldschmidt versus Tyler Matzik. <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Arizona has a bunch of right-handed hitters that are kind of yes, interesting, but Goldschmidt's a good one. They have a lot of good hitters, too. That team's kind of underrated this year. Yeah, well, that's all, yeah, a lot of right-handed power there. Um, we'll probably get to more of them, too. Um, Lucas Duda gets Jared Cozart. Lucas Duda is just hitting. And then I want to talk about these guys more later, but Prince Fielder's only hit one home run, but his OPS is over 900. Uh, he gets Taiwan Walker, who's just plain struggled. I, hmm. I want to talk about that Texas Rangers lineup later because it's, it's hard to find – stuff in it. Fielder's been okay, even if he's not showing much power. Shinsu Chu's no. doing nothing at all. Oh, it, 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 it's hard. It's kind of hard to play with a giant fork sticking out of his back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least you're going to get Josh Hamilton. Hey, make it interesting. No, maybe not. I don't know. I, they um, might get him, but that's not interesting. I can't believe the price they're going to get him at, but that's a that's another, not a fantasy have thing. Heard, right? Have you heard what's coming back? The report is like 
they're only going to have to spend like seven million. That's craziness, right? Is Josh Hamilton like really that bad of a guy? I, mean, I don't understand. That's craziness to me. Every team in I, baseball should want a three-year flyer on him for seven million dollars. That's you I, know. I, I don't. You know, there's got to be something else going on behind the scenes with that mess. Yeah. That, that we're just not being reported because Maybe. I, it seems crazy. He's seems always crazy. come off as kind of a, you know, just kind of a, a doofus. You know, he's not really. It's not going to bring I your fan tries down. Tired of it. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Fantasy wise, though, I wouldn't get my hopes up, but I think he's worth a flyer. If he's playing, he's worth a flyer. Back to Monday. Mm. Second base. I wrote six names down. All right. Who's, who's at the top of your list? If you want to spend the money, D. Gordon gets Dylan G. That's fine. Mm. Daniel Murphy starting the show signs of life, and he gets Jared Cozart. But I'm not super on board yet. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't be buying that yet. No. I think he'll be fine, but it's, it's got to get it showed some more now. If you want to spend the money, Robinson Gano gets Giovanni Gallardo. Robinson Cano is always good for some points, you'd think. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Brian Dozier gets David Price. You don't want to get anybody against David Price, but he likes to hit lefties. I'm going to acknowledge yeah. it, but not bet on it. You know, um, Could do fine. It's like, even if he does well and he hits a homer, his team is still only going to score that one run, you know? And also, you know, it's... I, I, I don't know, I just... I, I wouldn't feel good about you know spending that amount of money for that match. You know, because yeah. Dozier's not going to come cheap. No, you know, there's he, a lot of there's a lot better picks. I just yeah, want to acknowledge he could do fine, but like even if he does, he's going to get no support. Um, yeah, I, second base has been like my, second base and shortstop have been my trouble spots this year in, in DFS. Yeah. Similarly, uh, Colton Wong gets Cole Hamels. That's another like, good yeah, a, no, a, a guy that likes to hit lefties but gets a tough lefty. So I don't really buy that either. Even though Wong should be cheapish, um, the one I like is Ian Kinsler gets Tommy Malone again. That Tiger stack. It's, um, not only does he love to hit lefties, but so does a lot of his team. So he could cross the plate more than once, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're going to spend the money, I like Ian Kinsler. Um, okay. Did you have anybody that I missed? Uh, is Chris Owen doing anything for you in, in Arizona? Kind of, yeah. He, I mean, he's one of those guys that I think is a better fantasy player than real-life player. He doesn't offer a lot on defense, and he doesn't really draw a walk, but he has some pop and can get make some contact, you know. Kind of interesting. 720 career OPS against lefties in very limited action. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a neat, cheap option. I, Tyler Matzik's not good, you know. No. So. Tyler Mat- you know, and, and who knows? You know, and, and, uh, always could you, you, you score a couple of sneaky runs and get a couple yeah. of sneaky hits. I like him as a cheap option. If you can't afford... It points, you know? Yeah. If you can't afford Kensler or Cano or Gordon or something, yeah, I don't have a problem with Owings. It's fine. Um, how about third base? I wrote three that I also don't love. Yeah, third third base is tough for me just because I would I would love to start Nolan Arenado, but you can't do that because he's not feeling very well. Uh-huh. Thoughts on Connor Gillespie versus Ubaldo Jimenez? Nah. No, you know more about Connor Gillespie than I do. Yeah, I know he's not very good. Uh-huh. He's he's like your representative major league filler kind of guy, you know? Yeah, roster warm body, I guess. Yeah. Um, Kyle um, Seeger goes to Texas and gets Giovanni Gallardo. I yeah. like Kyle Seeger fine. He's he's so boring, but still produces, you know. Super, yeah, he's super productive. He's, he's going to hit his homers, but there's just nothing flashy, you know. No problem with him. Again, Trevor Plouffe likes to hit lefties, but he gets David Price. No thanks mentioning him, but not anything I'd really go near. I, I keep going back to the stack, but uh, Castellanos of the Tigers gets Tommy Malone. Yeah. Actually, you know, yeah, it's actually a great, a great pick. It makes a lot of sense. He's cheap, likes to hit lefties. You know, I don't have high expectations for him, but 
if you're going to go cheap somewhere, third base. you got to go cheap somewhere. You know, that's as good as anywhere. Yeah. Much else from third base for you? It's kind of a tough no. third base day. <laughs> it's a tough, yeah. tough sledding. Shortstop, I have three. Um, okay. Ian Desmond gets Eric Stoltz. Again. Uh, Ian does, does nothing for me. No? Really? Don't Power and speed. No? Not for you. What, I like Ian Desmond. What's Anything? that? What's he done this year other than make lots and lots of errors? Yeah, lots of errors. Well, those don't count, and I think he'll be fine. But you're right, you might want to see it first. This not even about the Tiger stack. Do you buy Jose Iglesias at all? He's just feasting on the Babip god right now, which he's done before. Mm-hmm. Makes some contact, but no. I mean, he gets Tommy Malone, he would be cheap, but all you're really hoping for there is, you know, get on base and get knocked in. You know, it's the come around the lineup, but I assume you're not buying on Jose Iglesias at all. No, I'm. I, I, short stuff, I'd be more interested in, in uh, John Segura versus Jason Marquis. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that, and hopefully he can run. Um, that lineup's gotten so bad so fast, though. Oh God, there's, you know Segura. I think he's the only person doing anything in that team. Yeah, it's it's brutal. I wrote down Johnny Peralta. He has some dependable pop, but he gets Cole Hamels. Again, it's that's more of a bet of do you believe in Cole Hamels right now or not, you know. Um, but he's kind of cheap and has some pop. I like – he's. I think Johnny Peralta is the Kyle Seeger of shortstop, where he's going to give you your home runs. You're just never going to see a single one of them, and then the season's going to end, and he's going to have 20. You're going to be like, how do you get 20? I didn't – you know, as if they're all, like, perfectly spaced apart so that you never notice him getting hot. I think you're 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 selling Seager a bit short there. That's oh, that's probably true. They they wouldn't translate directly, just more of shortstop, you know, that kind of player. That's probably true. Seager's a much better player. Yeah, he is. I just I get that same feeling where you're just like you never see him get hot or not often, but fair enough. Okay, I, that in in that respect, I I could I could understand the comparison just because yeah. yeah. But at the end of the year, you're like, oh, there's the numbers. I guess he did do it. Yeah, it's not not like. It's, it's it's not like a Brandon Moss where ninety percent of his production seems to come over like you know mm-hmm. four weeks. Yep. Okay. And the outfield, there are a bit more outfield options at least. For okay. Me. I I've got two super low budget ones for you, and they're both okay. against Jason Vargas. Alrighty. Who you got? And actually, actually, the, one of them you could probably play just about anywhere you want to. Okay. Qualifies everywhere. Okay. I'm looking at lefty killer Jerry Sands, my okay. guy, your guy, your guy, and Mike Avilas. Mike Avila's, huh? You're a Mike Avila's guy? I've seen him kill the White Sox so many times over the years, playing for various teams in that division. That yeah. I've kind of got, you know, I've, I've kind of just kind of had to admit that Mike Avila's is a legitimate major league player. Especially against and lefties. He murders, yeah, he does really well against left-handed pitching, and Jason Vargas is a lefty. Avila's will probably be in that lineup. And he's not overpowering. Yep. That, I can see that for sure. And Jerry Sands as well. And um, both those cheap, are good you know, cheap so options. If, you know, if you're filling out, you know, your, yeah, if you're if you're filling out your your lineup and you're down to like, oh, you know, like three three thousand, you know, thirty two hundred dollars, you, you could do a lot worse than guys like Sands and Avilas against Jason Vargas. Yeah, yeah. Um, more expensive. I wrote Jason Worth gets Stoltz. If you're building a mini stack against Stoltz, I'm fine with that. He Absolutely. kills lefties. He should be worth his money tomorrow. Alejandro De Aza and Adam Jones both get Hector Noesi. You Piazza. can pretty much talk me to any Orioles, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Adam Jones, uh, again, doesn't really have big splits, so even though he doesn't have the platoon advantage, I don't think that matters. 
And if I recall, Nawesi doesn't have huge platoon splits. He's just kind of bad against everybody. Kinda, yeah, he's just kind of bad. <laughs> Universally bad. So Adam Jones... If, I'm sorry, I can't stand Hector Nawesi. Yes, you shouldn't. He's not good. He's not. I've told you this. When he first got a start with the White Sox, they were like in bad shape and really needed a starter. And I had no real problem with it because I was like, yeah, it's going to get one or two starts. It's a spot start. That happens. No. Sometimes you need somebody. He's just made dozens of starts for him now. Yeah, see, they just they keep rolling him. His ah, that's okay, that's the crime. Not using him once or twice, but that's like, yeah, that's bad. It, it just you know I don't I I don't I, I I'm I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, if I can start going I'm gonna get sidetracked I don't want to get a sidetrack. Yeah. Keep his on point and talking about DFS. Pick some Orioles against Hector Noesu tomorrow. <sighs> Brett Gardner gets Nate Carnes and Brett Gardner is hitting over three hundred, stealing bases, a little bit of pop. Nothing wrong with him. I gotta admit, I got a Twitter comment last week where I kept saying Uh-oh. I wasn't afraid of the Yankees, and I looked at it, and uh, they're scoring a bunch of runs early. You know, they're powered by A. Rod and Brett Gardner. I, I don't think the Yankees win the division, but I think they do have an above-average offense. So I was saying I'm not scared of them, but uh, I, I'm rethinking that a bit. Um, that's some some feedback I got that made me think about things a little more, and I like Brett Gardner at the top of that lineup. Um, he gets Nate Carnes. On the flip side of that, uh, Kevin Kiermeyer gets your boy Adam Warren. Kevin Kiermeyer is oh, my, my, okay. my my adopted son, Kevin Kiermeyer. Yes. Um, yes. I think there, there's one big option that we've kind of we haven't discussed yet. I don't know okay. if he's been overlooked. I can't say he's been overlooked because the discussion isn't over. But yes. I've got him in Mark Trumbo against Tyler Matzik. Yes. Sorry. Yes. 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 Um, I like those. Mark Trumbo, the eight fifty two career OPS versus lefties, and Tyler Matzik is a bad lefty. It's so bad. He's not good. Yeah, if you paired Trumbo and Goldschmidt, I would have no problem with that at all. Yeah, that would that could be a, a combo that pays off in a big, big way for DFS could players. It could be, for sure. Yeah. I also wrote, if you're in on this Tiger stack, uh, J.D. Martinez and Yoenis Cespedes, those powerful righties in the Tigers outfield, I have no problem with either of them. Um, Seth Smith finally hit his first homer on Sunday. He gets Giovanni Gallardo. And then I have Matt Holliday against Cole Hamels. Uh, again, he's oh, a good good lefty, but I don't know. Could be fine. Um, there are better options, but I I need to acknowledge Matt Holliday. And then how about pitchers? I mean, there's a lot of good pitchers. Obviously, Corey Kluber gets the Royals. That's good. David Price gets the Twins. That's good. Those guys are going to cost you, you know, but no reason not to go with them if you can fit your lineup around them. Okay. Um, a little more interesting, Jimmy Nelson gets the Reds. Jimmy Nelson staying hot. He's still good, you know. I think you're missing the obvious one is James Shields against Houston. You think Houston. so? I'm sorry, in San Diego. I take that back. Yeah, yeah. it's against Houston without Houston. DH. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. They don't have the DH in there in Petco. That is a that's a pretty good one actually. But I maybe I just love Colin McHugh, but I like the other side of that as well. Really? Uh, Colin I, McHugh I, is I, awesome. I, I, I do share your Colin McHugh love, but Colin I, McHugh is awesome. If I'm if I'm looking for an expensive expensive option, I'm thinking Shields or Price. If I'm yeah. looking for a cheaper option, I, I don't know how cheap Doug Fister is, but he's he'd, he'd be intriguing to me against Atlanta. Yeah, I would just wish he struck out more guys, especially yeah, in DFS. Especially in DFS. But um, you have a good point that Shields not only at home, but uh, Astros don't have that DH, which means they're going to miss out on either Chris Carter or. Evan Gaddis, or I don't know, hard to say. Um, yeah. They're in a bit of a flux, but that could be that could be a thing for sure. Mm. And being in San Diego never hurts. James Shields is pretty dependable. 
That's a team that likes to whiff. You've run me around on it. I like that more than I realized I did. Yeah, James Fields, depending on Price. Um, and then David Price against the Twins, because they're just bad. The yeah. other day, we talked about how we couldn't quite afford building a lineup around Felix Hernandez against the Twins, <laughs> even though it was automatic. It was like a good, going to be a good start. And then yeah. he goes and throws a shutout. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, yeah, figures. Okay, yeah. And again, Corey Kluber, um, there's there's a lot of options. Cole Hamels against the Cardinals could be fine, even though I mentioned some Cardinals against him. Cole mm-hmm. Hamels is this guy that is always capable of just coming out and throwing a shutout. You know, I'd almost I'd almost be more interested in the other shutout with John Lackey against Philadelphia. Also, yeah, that'll be a cheaper option, and Philadelphia is a much weaker lineup. There's a lot of options at pitcher. Um, here's one for you. Do you are you at all interested in Ubaldo Jimenez against the White Sox? No, not even a little. Okay. Yeah, he's a guy. I mean, if you're playing a GPP, I can see you doing a team around it because when he's on, he's on. But he also, when he's off, he just busts your whole day. If you're gonna do that, you might as well you might as well just pair him with Taiwan Walker and just you know roll dice and gamble. Basically, yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. Ubaldo, what what a frustrating pitcher. Interesting and frustrating. All right, that'll do. His career his career has been odd. I'll just say that. Yeah, that's the nice way to put it. It's a nice way to put it. You know, just you know, just the way he started, you know, pitching Colorado and being super effective, and then mm-hmm. going to a situation where he should be effective, and then being absolutely horrific, and then kind of just bouncing around. Yeah, and he's still doing it with the Orioles. Sometimes he's amazing, and then sometimes you know, w- w- would it shock you if he was pitching when he was like forty-two, like Bartolo Colon, and just, just still being hit and miss? Yeah, and just know. still being like frustrating for some, you know, like. Whichever team sucks and sometimes dominating twenty twenty four or whatever. Oh man, oh, oh yeah. Waldo. Okay, so those are our DFS picks for Monday. We're gonna bring you three field of streams picks. We're gonna right. give you some in advance. Yeah. Um. All right. So all these guys are owned in less than fifty percent of Yahoo leagues. So hopefully they're available in your league. If you feel like streaming a player, they can be helpful for you. So we realize these guys aren't great, especially in the next coming days. Like. These aren't great pitchers. They're just ones that might be available for you. So keep that in mind before we recommend someone who's not that great. Um, okay. Am I going first? Yeah, go ahead and go first. You, right. and yeah. On Monday, there's one name and one name only for me. Okay. Yeah, I think I had just the one name, too. <laughs> I think we have the same name. Probably. Um, I've got Chase Anderson pitching at home against Colorado, and that's do fine. Ya? Yeah. I think, did you know that Jimmy Nelson is only 45% owned? Yeah, but I, I okay. I like the matchup of Colorado on the road better than mm-hmm. I like Cincinnati at home. Sure, especially if they're a little banged up. Yeah, Jimmy that, Nelson, really, and that. And I, I don't mind the Chase Anderson pick. I just I think I, I just think Jimmy I Nelson needs to be acknowledged. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure I can say who I like better, Nelson or Anderson in this case. I think I think both are quality starting pitchers, and you yeah. can find. You know, yeah. I've, I've got shares of I've got shares of a lot of shares of both of them in fantasy leagues. In fact, so yeah. um, I, I, I wouldn't shy away from either necessarily. I think you know, I was just I, ob- I just wanted to object to there only being one clear option. I'm not sure that's true. I think well, to be fair, I did not, I I assumed Nelson was over fifty percent. Nelson I'm is at forty-five percent. He's under he's underowned undoubtedly. If he's available in your league, go get him. One three five ERA, zero seven WHIP. You know, and for me, most importantly, he's coming off eight shutout innings against the Reds. He dominated them last time out. Um, yeah. That was at home. Now he has to go to Cincinnati. Some people might say it's it's bad that he's about to, you know, repeat against a team, but 
I trust in him more than against Colorado. But Colorado on the road, I think, is is you're right. It's more interesting. Um, are you at all tempted by Vance mm-hmm. Worley in Chicago? No. Okay. I, I think I think I know what I'm going to get there. It's going to be about you know six innings, four runs, and yeah. just nothing special. Um, yeah. I, I I think he. I I kind of feel like I've seen that movie, uh-huh. and I don't really want to see it again. Yeah. Um, Jason Vargas against the Indians is halfway interesting. You hate Jason Vargas, but I don't think the Indians. I, I just gave you a whole a total Indian stack against Vargas. And you yeah, he has him. to beat Jerry Sands and Mike Aviles, So no one um, can beat Jerry Sands and Mike Aviles. Yeah, um, Joe Kelly's interesting to me, but not against the Blue Jays. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Joe Kelly is interesting not against the Jays at all. Yeah, um, Brett Anderson is breaking my heart too much for me to go near him right now. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Jimmy Nelson. You want Anderson or do you want Nelson? No, no, I want I want Anderson absolutely. Okay, he's my pick. Yeah. He's my guy. I like both those picks. I like both those picks though. Okay, Tuesday, also tricky. Clay Buckles is also interesting, but I don't want him against Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's enough to scare me off. Yeah, Tuesday's tougher. No, it's not. I've I've got my guy, and I know who I'm rolling with. You've got your guy, and you're going to be really mad at me if I go with your guy also, but there's just nothing going on on Tuesday. Um, Kyle Kendricks in Arizona, you don't want that. The, oh, boy. The Phillies are starting somebody named Severino Gonzalez in St. Louis. <laughs> the Twins have Mike Pelfrey. Um, Pittsburgh and Chicago is Jeff Locke versus Travis Wood, two not very good lefties. Jeff Locke's pretty all right yeah i've got to take you i don't want to say you've converted me like you give me a little bit of faith i'm still not on him like jay hap goes to texas and like jay hap is underrated i'll give you that but i still don't feel good about him um but i feel better about the texas lineup being bad the texas lineup is bad and i don't think they're full of big lefty killers so i'm gonna take jay hap do you also have jay hap is that you honestly i'm i'm kind of torn between two guys is it Jeff Locke? Chase Whitley pitching at home against Tampa Bay. Really? Yeah. He's, but I, I, mm. I think Hap's the better pick. So I, I think I like Hap against Texas better than I like Whitley against Tampa. Yeah. I mean, this Texas lineup, I kind of want to talk about him after we make our final picks. I just, sure. I don't think Prince Fielder's back, but I don't think he's worthless. You know? Again, okay. He's doing okay. He hasn't shown a lot of power yet, but like... Leonis Martin is a lefty. What else? <laughs> Jake Smolinski is right-handed, but whatever. Adrian Beltre is the bat that Jay Happ has to look out for. Okay. Mitch Marlins left-handed. Elvis Andrews is right-handed, whatever. Shinsu Chu is left-handed and worthless. Rugnet Odor is left-handed and not, you know, whatever. And then, I mean, you know, what? Robinson Trinos, Adam Rosales, you know, Delino De Shields. I'm just looking at righties in this lineup. I don't know. It's just, it's a good lineup for a lefty to face. It's a good lineup for any, you know, pitcher to face. Third. I have to look out for Prince Fielder and Adrian Beltre. Otherwise, I have Jay Happ's fine. It's a fine spot start for him. I'm not as on board with Jay Happ as you are, but it's a real I, tough day. I've just I, the thing is with, with Happ, I've always kind of seen the skill there, and he's always been either in a bad situation or he's been hurt. Yeah. And I think he's in a good situation, and I think he's healthy. All right. So, are you with me on Happ, or I'm with you on Happ for Tuesday? Yeah, you're with you're with me on Happ against Jake Smolinski and the rest of the. Uh, the mean Texas Rangers, Robinson Rockford, Rockford, Illinois' own Jake Smolinski versus Jay Happ. Yeah, that'll be a matchup to watch. Yeah, um, Adam is from Chicago. I didn't know that. Oh boy, oh boy! I'm sure the whole the whole city will be tuned in. 
<laughs> Wednesday, the 29th. Also fairly thin. What did you have for Wednesday? I mean, Drew Smiley's already super owned. Shane Green regressed really hard. He's too far owned. Yeah. Rick Porcello gets the Blue Jays. Yeah. Danny Salazar is already up to like 66%. There's Miguel Gonzalez against the White Sox. It's whatever. Bartolo Colon is well over 50% owned. Is he really? Good for him. Yeah. He's like 4-0 or something. Um, Carlos Martinez is finally over the hump, as he should be. My boy Wandy Rodriguez was not worthless in his debut, and he gets the Mariners, but I'll have none of that. Against, against King Felix? No, thank you. Yeah. Kyle Hendricks gets the Pirates. He was pretty whatever last time, based on a home run. Uh, I wish Steve Jordan were here, because Jordan Lyles goes against the righty-heavy D-backs on the road. That is interesting. I'm not going to do it, but... <laughs> He said it was interesting last time, and he did okay. Yeah. Um, for me, Wednesday comes down to, I mean, unless you like Ryan Vogel's song, which I imagine you don't. No. Jesse Hahn is under 50% owned, which is, surprises me, because he was kind of a sleeper before the season. And his numbers so far are okay, a 2-1-2 ERA oh, and a whip so under far one. Are about to get bad. He has five strikeouts in 17 innings. Yeah, that's that's not going to... That's not going to go. His last start, he had no strikeouts. He's better than that, though. I just, I feel like he has to do better than that. Well, on Wednesday, it's for me, unless you see someone better here, it's either Jesse Hahn or the infallible Aaron Harang in St. Louis. No, I've I've got another name. Do you? Yes. Okay. Who's your other name? Uh, Mike Lee pitching at home against the Brewers. The banged up Brewers? Yes. The the banged up worst offense in the league Brewers. That's probably a pretty good recommendation, actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mike Leake is so boring. 3-9-0 ERA, 1-0 whip. 22 strikeouts in 27 innings is better yeah. than I thought. He's doing okay. Um, yeah, I think that's your safe start. And I, I think that's probably the smartest pick then, too. Yeah. I feel like I'm really thinking about Aaron Harang, and all it would take is me picking him for the first time for him to completely regress. But I mean, eight shutout innings against Atlanta last time out. And if, and Two hits, I, one I'm walk. I'm not gonna lie. I I kind of wish I had the balls to pick them. Well, I don't. I don't have the spreadsheet in front of me, but we've both been awesome so far this year. But I'm I'm well behind you. It's 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 short season. Something like you know, it's not that many starts yet. But I have some catching it's up to do. Just one last April. Yeah. Oh, that's not true. Um, I'm. I'm going to go Steve's way and have some fun and go with Aaron Harang. I think Leek is the safer pick. I think Harang has I think Harang has more upside. Oh, boy. I think Harang has more upside. Eight shutout innings last time against St. Louis. I, I, I want that on – I want a cop, I want like an audio file of that. Take okay. it from my, my phone ringer. My phone ringer. I'm taking Aaron Harang. I'm rolling the dice. I'm playing catch-up is what I'm doing. I'm playing catch-up in April. Um, and if you listen to this, you understand that I don't love Aaron Harang and that I'm not fully backing him. I'm just, he's my, my, my choice. But, uh, but proceed with caution should you go that way. We mentioned a lot of other guys that are more interesting. I think Han can turn it around, but I need to see it first. I almost went with him, but right. I have Aaron Harang, you have Mike Leak. Mike Leak's much safer. Um, well, that'll about do it for us, I think. You got anything else to add before we get out of here? The, the only thing I would say is enjoy your baseball. 
Enjoy your baseball, guys. We'll be back. Uh, I'll be back on Tuesday with Brad, and then Matt. I'll see you on Wednesday, where we'll have a special guest yep. for Wednesday's uh, Wednesday's I episode. Cannot wait. I, this is my first time speaking with a special guest. So I cannot wait to, to speak to him. Special guest on Wednesday, but I'll be back tomorrow on Tuesday. Enjoy your baseball, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.